Welcome to the Profit Podcast. I am one of your usual hosts, Matt Robinson. I'm not joined by Paul today. I am uh, doing a solo episode. And today we are going to look at five things that I believe all successful PTs do. Okay, so we're going to look at some of the characteristics, some of the things that these people do all the time that make them successful in the industry and in life in general. Okay, so this isn't just about success in usual life terms. It's about success specifically within the fitness industry. So we're going to deep dive into each of these five areas. We're going to look at each one um, as a broad topic, and then I'll give some specific examples as well as we go through these. So without further ado, let's jump in to number one. first thing that I believe all successful PTs do is deliver excellent customer service. Okay. We know that we're in an industry where you've got to deliver results. You've got to be a great coach in terms of the technical aspects of our job and being able to actually train properly and cue properly and things like that. But first and foremost, I actually think all successful PTs are fantastic at customer service. They're just great at looking after their clients And what I would throw into that category as well is that they are great communicators overall. The great listeners, the very, very clear in how they articulate what they're trying to get across to the people that they're coaching. And they they seek to understand the person that they're working with. Okay. And I've sort of bundled all of that under this category of customer service. It also sort of seeps into other areas in terms of getting back to people quickly and being reliable and stuff like that as well. But I think I wanted to highlight this very, very early on because although it's something that we mention quite frequently on the podcast, I'm not sure that a large percentage of the industry would see themselves as being people that need to be good at customer service. They think it's all about the nutrition plan or the exercise plan or the fancy workout that they've got ahead today. So number one is all successful PTs are great at delivering excellent customer service. And I believe it's something that we should always be striving to improve. Number two on the list is planning. Okay. So, and I want to differentiate here between two different things. I want to differentiate between planning and organization. I do actually believe that in general, PTs aren't the best and the most organized individuals, even some of the most successful ones. But what I would say is that all the successful ones do most definitely have a plan. They know what they're doing. They know why they're doing it. And the same goes for what they're doing with their clients. So they themselves and their business, they have a plan. They know where where they're going. They know what direction they want to head in. And the same goes for their individual clients. They know exactly where they want to get each individual to, the purpose for them being there, and what it's all about. Organization-wise, they might not be 100%. They might seem a little haphazard when you watch these people from afar. And in an ideal world, we'd obviously like people to develop both of those skills. We'd want them to have a plan and be well-organized. But what I would say is that even if you aren't the most organized individual, 
you can still have a plan. You can still have a vision. You can still have a direction in which you want to take things. And this is something that I've play out, seen play out time and time again in our industry with people that on the face of it always seem to be running around from A to B and chasing the tail a little bit. That doesn't detract or distract them from the fact that they do actually have a plan. They will drop the ball every now and then. They will mess things up. They will make mistakes, but they'll still get to where they want to get to. And they'll still do a great job by their clients and their clients will still get their results because there's a plan in place for them and there's a plan in place for the trainer as well. Okay. So that idea of planning covers many different areas. It covers the the trainer's own business, but it also covers what they're doing for their clients. Everything they do is for a reason, even if it's done in a slightly haphazard, unorganized way. And like I said a moment ago, I don't want to take away from the fact that ideally we want to be organized as well. It's just that I've noticed that there are successful PTs out there that despite lacking a little organization, they're still great in the area of planning. And it might be that they have to improve their own personal organization or that they bring people on board to help them with that. Number three, I've termed as taking responsibility. So one of the things I see successful PTs doing really well is taking responsibility. And that's for their own actions in terms of their own results within their business and their career and things like that. But then also with their clients, they take responsibility for their clients' results as well. They don't just blame the clients if things aren't going well. They don't just put it all on them. They sort of iterate over time. They try things out. They believe that it's up to them to sort of come up with a solution and figure this out. It's not just a case of do what I say. And if you can't do it, it's your fault. They're not playing the blame game, both in business and in terms of looking after their clients. They're not pointing the finger at other people in the industry and saying, oh, well, he's doing that and they're doing this and it's wrong. And now I can't do what I'm meant to be doing because of these people and things are changing and I don't want them to change. You know, these individuals that make a success of themselves take responsibility in every which way that they can. And they will seek to take on more responsibility as well if they can do. So I I think, again, that's something worth highlighting in terms of not just taking responsibility for your own stuff, but then also in terms of your clients as well and how you help them get results and how you iterate with those over time. Number four on my list is consistency. Now, this most definitely covers a lot of areas. There's a few things I'm going to mention in this one. So this is probably the one that I'll spend the most time on. But all successful PTs have a level of consistency that means you always know what you're going to get with that person. And why I think this is an important attribute is that it almost describes or helps us explain why you might have two very, very different personal trainers in terms of one might be really high energy, the other one might be quite quiet and reserved. They might be two very different individuals, but they both reach a great level of success. And that's because they're both consistent at being themselves. They're both consistent at doing things their way. They're not constantly chopping and changing things. They're not constantly trying to be someone else, okay? So when I talk about consistency, 
I'm talking about being consistent across multiple areas. So that might be things like in terms of your timekeeping. If you're consistently on time, that's great. It, it builds a level of consistency in your business that your clients come to expect. Same goes with your energy. If you're a high energy person, you need to be consistently high energy. If you're a slightly more mellow and low energy person and you're a bit calmer and you're a bit more softly spoken, that's fine. Be consistent with that. Don't try and be the high energy person. Stick to your lane and do what you feel comfortable with. Same goes for things we like mood, service delivery. All of these things are changeable. They're different from trainer to trainer. And that's fine as long as you find a version of those things that you yourself can stay nice and consistent with so that your clients always know what to expect. There's there's just that clear understanding of who this person is that I am trusting to help me with this area of my life. And that word there that I used a moment ago, trust, is pivotal in all of this. And I believe that one of the ways you can actually build trust quickly with people is by showing a great deal of consistency very, very early on. You set those expectations, you deliver on those things consistently, and you communicate all of those things consistently well. And that's where we build trust. Once we build trust with a person, we've then got that ability to really, really help them on a deeper level through coaching, through training, through making life-changing habits and stuff like that. Okay, so that consistency piece is really important. Number five on my list, this last one that I've put in there, and this could have been a much bigger list, by the way. I just wanted to pick out five key things that I see. This last one won't surprise any of our listeners. The fifth thing that all successful PTs do is that they never stop learning and growing. Okay, now whether that's investing in their own education in terms of courses or books, online things, stuff like that, or paying for mentoring or coaches themselves, the best people in our industry are always investing in in this area. They're always seeking to get better, whether that be from a technical standpoint in terms of their own development of movement, screening protocols, training principles, all these types of things, whether it be down to nutrition, coaching, communication, all of these things, they're always seeking to get better at where they can. They're always surrounding themselves with other people that want to get better at those things as well. A lot of these trainers have mentors. They have coaches themselves. I know that a lot of the trainers that we work with have their own coaches, not just from a business perspective, but also from their own training and nutrition perspective as well. They're always seeking to be pushed in different ways, in different directions. And they're always open to the idea that they don't know what they don't know and that they're going to have blind spots that they potentially need to learn about. They need a light shining on those blind spots so that they can start to learn things and look at things in a different way. And I think that's really, really important, not just in our industry and many other industries as well, but when you look at our industry in particular, I think there are truly amazing individuals, the people that really, really do have a huge impact, really excel in this area of education. They really are lifelong learners and they actually seek the best ways of learning for themselves as well. It's not just, you know, a case of reading loads of books or attending loads of courses. Those might make up part of it, but they actually 
try and find the best way of learning for them because they are committed to learning over a very, very long period of time. So it just makes sense to try and discover how you learn best. Okay. So in one of the previous episodes, me and Paul mentioned about um, going doing an NLP course or something like that. And, And one of the actual benefits of that is that you start to understand your own style in terms of how you communicate and how you take in information. And that can actually really help you in terms of structuring your own learning program and how you develop over time. So someone like myself, I actually work quite well with auditory education and and what we call like audio digital education as well, where it's things are in like lists and step-by-step and stuff like that. I'm not necessarily a visual learner. I'm a, I'm a slightly different learner. Other people are very visual. Some are very kinesthetic. So we're all different in that way. So even your own education needs to be about how you learn best so that you can apply that in every area of your life. The Podcast. So fairly short and sharp episode today but I wanted to make sure that we still delivered something of value to you and gave you a few different things to think about. I didn't want to make this list exhaustive. I could have gone for like 10, 15 things, but I wanted to keep it fairly strict to just five things so that you can actually spend a moment thinking about each of those five areas and maybe how you might yourself feel about each of those areas and how well you do with those things. So I'm just going to quickly run over those again so that you hear them for a second time. Number one was about delivering excellent customer service. And specifically within that, I mentioned the idea of communication as well. So the idea of being a great communicator and using those skills to really look after the people that are in front of you and the people that are around you as well, the other people in the industry, because a lot of the successful people in our industry have great networks. And again, it's because of that communication aspect. Number two, was about a person's ability to have a plan and not just have a plan, but stick to it. They might not be the most organized people all of the time, but they're doing things for a reason. They're doing things for a purpose and they're heading in a certain direction and not just for themselves and their own business, but also for each and every client that they're working with. There's a, there's a purpose behind everything they do with that client. And there's a reason for that client being there today and for them doing that movement or for them receiving that piece of information. Everything has a plan, even if it's not always done in the most organized way. And again, we want to try and do both. But I think that actually it's the planning bit that usually appears to be the most important when you look at some of the most successful people around in our industry. Third was take responsibility. And that's for your own success, your own personal success, your own business success, but then also for the success of your clients making sure that you are involved and care to a degree that means that if things aren't going right, you step in and you take the lead on that and you iterate to find a solution. Number four was consistency across multiple areas, making sure that you turn up and deliver your service in a way that's true to you. You're not up and down You're not constantly trying to be someone else or copying others around you. You're finding your own style. You're developing that over time and that you then stay consistent with that in the way that you 
communicate, the way that you deliver your service, the way that you pick up clients, the way that you look after clients, the way that you set your expectations and stick to those. There's just a great level of consistency across the board. And then finally, never stop learning. All the best people in our industry never stop learning. They are lifelong learners. They constantly seek more education, better education. And the piece that I think is important to pick out in what I said in that section was this idea of also seeking to find the best styles of learning for themselves so that they can make the most of their learning time. Ultimately, the people that are the most successful probably have the least time to learn if they're always busy looking after other people. So they've got to make sure that that learning time counts. And that's why it's worthwhile finding out your style of learning and then being able to apply that to how you seek education and seek mentorship and things like that as well. Okay, so there's our list for today. Five things that successful PTs do. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. I'd like to hear your thoughts on anything else that you think people at the top of our industry do. Also, let me know if you disagree with any of this as well. It's also great to hear the counter argument. And if you want to do any of that, if you want to give us any of that feedback, then you can do that by finding me over on Instagram at Matt Robinson PT. You can contact me on there. You can send me a message. And if you've enjoyed this episode or any of the previous episodes, please make sure that you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to the show. We really, really do appreciate any reviews that we get. And it really does help reach a wider audience and make sure that our industry is served in the best way possible when it comes to free education. Okay. So thank you again for listening in today. It's always a pleasure to bring an episode to you each week. Take care of yourselves. We hope you're all enjoying being back in the gym and uh, seeing a great level of success. If you do need a hand or a help with anything, then please do reach out. Again, you can find me over at Matt Robinson PT on Instagram. Reach out for some help if you need it and we will see what we can do for you. Take care and we will catch you again very, very soon. The pro-